welcome to this segment of the podcast titled Abundant Living Devotionals Real, Raw and Authentic Christianity This is where we keep it real Okay, my topic today is titled It Will Take Guts and Confidence It Will Take Guts and Confidence And I have taken my text today from Acts chapter 4, verse 19 to 21. Okay, I'm going to read that very quickly. Without weakening in his faith, this is talking about Abraham. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. And this particular text caught my attention in a way, in a fresh new way anyway. The fact that I saw faith and fact in the same sentence, and we're talking about Abraham. Now, I would suggest that you read through that, you know, um, text again. But I've had time to ponder on on it and um, I just want to share what was laid on my heart today as I went back again to look at the that particular text. As we know as Christians, walking with God and making the choice to walk with him requires many qualities. But today, I want to highlight two from that text. And I've titled them, Guts and Confidence. I define guts as boldness. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 28 verse 1, that the righteous are as bold as a lion. And I love that scripture because it just empowers you, doesn't it? The righteous are as bold as a lion. And especially when, you know, you're feeling weak or powerless, just meditating over that scripture can, you know, help to empower us and put us in the right frame of mind that God would have us being. So in, in talking about boldness, I want to talk very quickly about David. David is a great example of um, a believer who, you know, who displays boldness in his faith and in his walk with God. The story of David, which I'm referring to here, can be found in 1 Samuel chapter 16. 
I see boldness displayed sometimes through obedience. You know, it's not always the macho, strong-looking people or the people running around and getting this, you know, you know, this and the other. Because when we look at um, David's brothers, they were described as tall, strong, you know, on the outside. Sometimes we only see that as boldness. We only see that as strength, you know, displayed when we focus on the exterior. But David was described as a young boy. He was described as, I guess that was why Goliath could could um, just look at the whole Israelite army like they were a big joke for sending this boy, you know, over to, to fight against him. Because on the outside, David did not display any physical strength. But then we see boldness, the kind of boldness that rises from within, the kind of boldness that comes from walking with God and having a relationship with him. This is the kind of boldness that the Bible talks about. And even though it, you know, walking in boldness with God is usually a less popular path in the sense that when we look at David, he was unusual. He wasn't your usual kid. He wasn't the usual guy in the army. He was set apart. God deliberately kept him in the wilderness and built him up because God was building a special thing in him. Remember, we're talking about Abraham and we're talking about guts and confidence and the fact that Abraham looked at faith on the one hand and he looked at the fact that he could see in terms of his his body, his age, and his wife's body, and pitting that against the promise of God. This is something that is common to a lot of us Christians. You know, the fact that you look at what God has promised you, and sometimes you're looking at the time, you know, like time is ticking away, and you're, you're kind of measuring stuff like, wow, he's promised this and it looks as if life is passing me by. And, you know, we see how Abraham was bold enough to, to measure both. But at the end of the day, it's his result that, that stays interesting, you know, his conclusion for me. So using David, you know, as an example of boldness, David's brothers did not think of him as a hero. Even his father didn't remember him as being one of his sons. You remember when the prophet Samuel um, knew that God wanted to anoint one of Jesse's sons to become the next king. And he asked him to bring out his you know, sons. And, um, and David was not even mentioned until God kept turning down every single one of the, the men. And, you know, this David was like an afterthought. So sometimes, you know, we can relate to this. 
yet God knew David and that is just the most important thing. God knew David. God knew him in the wilderness. The wilderness is an infamous and unpopular dark place but God knew him. God knew that he had kept a treasure there in the wilderness and when he was ready he would go and fetch his treasure. God was preparing David for a specific appointment and a specific season. God knew him and set up the opportunity for David's appointment. That is just so awesome and that is something that we need to focus on in these times to you know just rest in God knowing that he knows me he knows where I am he knows where he's placed me and we see that a lot of what um, came of David and God's um, relationship is based on obedience obedience so I encourage us to stay wherever God has placed us once again I'm saying that he can see us he can see you and when your time for elevation comes God will come and get you can we just imagine for a second that David left that wilderness in search of appointment in search of an opportunity and the time came that God had set up this divine timing, divine appointment for David to be anointed as the next king of Israel. And Jesse sends somebody to quickly go and fetch David because the prophet Samuel said, we will not sit down to eat until David, you know, that son of yours arrives until he anoints the, the you know the person the the person that he was sent to anoint and so they went in search of David what if David had left the wilderness one day one night before the appointed time wow that could change that could flip the whole story so obedience is key staying in the place that God has placed us until he comes ready to fetch us, to get us for the appointment that he has divinely set up for us. It takes guts and it takes confidence to walk with God. David was described as a man after God's own heart. A man who would walk in submission and obedience to God. King Saul, remember by this time, had let God down in this particular department. He was no longer teachable. He wanted to do things his own way. Because experience had become a hindrance to him. What experience am I talking about? The strategies of warfare. Saul, King Saul had so perfected warfare that he felt like, oh, he didn't need to wait for the prophet. He would do it his own way. 
And so, going back to Abraham and how this ties in, Abraham had guts, the boldness to face the facts that his body and Sarah's body, you know, were dead according to the way the scripture puts it. But even in that, Abraham's faith was not shaken. This takes boldness, this takes courage for us to face the facts that lay before us and to still be able to say, I will wait for him. Abraham came to the conclusion that God is able to bypass natural law and kick in his supernatural when he was ready to do what he had promised. God is able he doesn't need our help. Guess what? Abraham and Sarah already tried to help God out. And what came of it? Ishmael. So I think they pretty much learned their lesson. <laughs> and we can borrow a leaf out of their book. Now, this kind of faith requires the second quality, which I mentioned, which is confidence. The kind of faith that Abraham displays here comes through trust and a track record. Abraham had come to trust God, to trust in God, because God had a track record with him. This comes through relationship and a relationship that has taken years to build. Abraham didn't display this kind of level of faith the next day he started walking with God as we know from the story it took time for him to also get to this point and the same thing with us so even when we do make a mistake you know when it comes to walking in obedience or learning to trust God and you know being confident or you know being obedient and all of this even when we have made a mistake we can still build our relationship with God as we can see displayed through Abraham's life he didn't stop after he had made the mistake with Ishmael but he carried on walking with God and it got him to the point where the Bible says that he hoped against hope and he looked at the fact of his body, of his wife's body. And he looked at faith on the other hand. And he chose faith over fact. But those sort of things come from having confidence in whom you have believed. Abraham puts fact and faith into perspective. And faith came up above facts. He didn't deny the facts, but knew that Yahweh, whom he had journeyed with all these years, was and remains faithful, dependable, and reliable. He was confident that God, who had given him the promise, is able also to fulfill the promise. And that we can reference through Hebrews 10.23 as well. 
that talks about the faithfulness of God. So I leave this with you today and encourage you that in whatever it is, especially as 2019 is drawing to a close, maybe you're going through your prayer list, your prayer journal, and there might be, you know, a few things or one thing or, you know, that you feel is still outstanding. Let's not be discouraged. Let's be encouraged through the story of Abraham that he also took stock. He also took a step back and looked and viewed and reviewed and re-evaluated his circumstances and the situation and looked at it against the promise and his faith in God and he said I will hope against hope and he carried on believing God and we know that he got his promise at the end of the day in Isaac so I recap by saying Guts and confidence. Guts meaning boldness in this case and confidence. Being as bold as a lion. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Let us carry on in that boldness, holding on to our faith in Christ, believing for what God has promised us, knowing that he doesn't dwell in time and he is never too late. He is never too late. Whatever he, he's promised, he will fulfill. And choosing to walk with him and not go ahead of him or stay behind when he's saying, move forward but to carry on walking in obedience and trusting the voice of the Holy Spirit as he leads us on, as he, as he guides um, us through. So, thank you for listening. I pray this has been a blessing to you. I look forward to hearing back from you, your comments, your responses, and... See you in the next episode.